Hey everyone, welcome to Hetty Girl Pod, a podcast where sharing what I wish I knew earlier helps us get out of our heads, take up space, and breathe just a little bit easier. I'm your host, Jennifer, and that's what I'll ease. And in this episode, we're talking about being different and the same. <laughs> so can I start off by saying I've been having that kind of week where, how do I explain this? You know, when you're upset at something and you're trying to walk out of the room, but your clothes get stuck on the door handle and pulls you back. If you've never experienced that, I'm telling you, it's the most annoying, bad timing thing. And I feel like that's been my week so far. That feeling. Anything that happens feels like the jacket getting caught on the door handle right now. I'm saying that just to get it out of my head, but it's not this episode. I decided instead of focusing on the annoying stuff today, I'm going to talk about the stuff that gets a smile on my face. Ready for the nerdy thing I'm going to talk about? <laughs> Drum roll, please. <laughs> assessments. <laughs> well, to be specific, personality type assessments. I forgot which episode I mentioned it last week, but I realized I haven't done an episode on any of them, which is wild. Because if I'm not mistaken, when I started this podcast, I thought that was going to be the original plan, talking about personality psychology. <laughs> well, it didn't quite go in that direction. I don't know. Maybe it did in my own personal way. This week, I've decided to share my three favorite assessments, what my results were and how I use them or how I try to use them intentionally. But first. A disclaimer. Well, two. First, I'm sharing my results because I want to. And I do have a lot of conversations with other people about their results. But I'm being more mindful to know that people don't have to share their results. To know about a person, even through assessments, can include their strengths and challenges as a human being. Because we all have them. And I need to be better at respecting people not wanting to share. Sharing an assessment, even though it's a generalized information, is still an act of vulnerability. So give me grace for sharing mine as I practice for learning about others. And the number two disclaimer is, I'm not saying that taking an assessment defines you. I am not putting myself or other people in a box when I get excited about these things. I'm not saying if we have the same results, we are the same person. I love assessments and I love sharing them with people because it gave me language. I think sometimes, most times, we do things and we assume that we're the only ones who think or behave that way or that we're broken for doing so. And only if we were like everyone else, it would be better. When, guess what? <laughs> You're not the only one. <laughs> There's actually a whole category of people who think Similarly than you do, I think of it like trees. If you don't know, I love trees. I mean, half my arm is covered in trees. <laughs> but one reason I love trees is because of this analogy I always think of. No tree is the same. Different markings, different leaves, different in countless ways. But you can group them. These trees grow this kind of fruit. These trees don't grow fruit. These trees need 
this type of climate. And within those groupings, they share consistent behaviors. I know that the trees that were behind my last apartment, though they were all different, during the winter, they would all lose their leaves. And in the springs, they will all have green leaves. And in the fall, the leaves will start to fall. And that's how I see people. All different, all unique, but doesn't mean that there aren't categories or groupings that we can't find ourselves in that have us expressing similarities as other people in that group. Does that make sense? I hope so, because it makes sense to me. I remember the first assessment I took was because I didn't like my job and I told HR. <laughs> One thing about me, I've been honest, maybe too honest with people I probably shouldn't be so honest with, especially when it comes to work. We'll come back to that. <laughs> so I told HR and the guy that worked at HR gave me a couple of assessments to do. One was about career anchors. What are you looking for in a career? I don't remember the list by heart, but I remember at the bottom of the list was managerial and functional duties. And at the top of the list was autonomy and creativity. You know, I should go find that list again because, um, hello, that's important information. The job at the time, which was being a classroom lead teacher, was about managing the day-to-day -day functions. Yes, I love working with and on behalf of children, but I was not happy and I couldn't figure out why because my job was heavy on the things I didn't want in a career and less of the autonomy and creativity I was craving. The power of having that language and understanding felt not only validating, but somewhat liberating too. To have words describe what you're feeling when you don't really know what you're feeling is something else. I guess that's why people listen to certain types of music. And ever since I took that assessment, I've been hooked. So about that part where I said I've told my truth too often in workplaces, that's something I know we're really not supposed to do. <laughs> to be fair, most of my career has been in people services and not corporate. So maybe feelings are a bit more welcomed. I don't know. But still, it is a bad habit. I think every one of my supervisors have seen me cry. <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. <laughs> but a few years ago, I took the Enneagram assessment. I'll share a link in the show notes to a free assessment if you're interested in taking it. Well, my results were a type four. Well, really a type four wing five, but we'll just stay with the easy one for this. Once I found my results, I'm right onto Pinterest. Yes, every assessment gives you information about your results when you take them, but baby, Pinterest has information from all angles in all formats. Like I need to be a Pinterest spokesperson because if you know, you know how much I love Pinterest. I've learned over the years that a type four kind of person is motivated by being unique. They fear being like everyone else or being seen as ordinary. They crave authenticity and empathy and emotional expression. So me crying at work? Yes, I need to stop doing that 
But also who I am needs to be in environments where that isn't the worst thing somebody can do. It's part of me. Do I need to hold back my tears? Sure. But I also need to feel safe when tears happen. And I also naturally want to create environments where other people's emotional expression is safe. It's part of me. I'm not saying that the team meeting has to be therapy session for everybody, but that there's enough respect and care that if someone needed the time and space, it's not taboo to step aside and take it. I love the Enneagram because it's not just motivations for why you do things, but the core fear of why you don't. I would never think I'm somebody that wants to be special or unique. I'm not the center of attention kind of person. But the more I read up on it, the more I can better understand and actually see it play out in my life. I'd agree. More than most people, I struggle with a deep desire to do something different, leave this earth having done something absurdly meaningful. I don't know, maybe it will validate why I'm on this earth so long. But it's also my type four, doing something special, creating safe space to express emotions and doing it with authenticity. Hmm, maybe this podcast is a result of my type four. (laughs) And see, that's how I use it, or try to use the results in my life. The language tells you about yourself, hints at your values and what you should have in your life designed to enjoy your life. That's how I want to help people. I want to help them have a journey of self-discovery for the language and insights, and then the life redesign if they need it. The other thing I love about assessments The more you know about yourself, the more you have grace for others. Because I know I'm a type four. I know that other people are not a type four. So I read about other types and I'm like, wow, I do not think like you do. I'm not that kind of tree. And that I realize it's not wrong or I'm not bad. It's just a different tree operating in its own climate. Okay, let me stop. I'll talk about why my brain works like this, <laughs> these random analogies all the time, next episode. So yeah, that's what I wish I knew earlier. Yes, I'm unique, my own person, but I'm not a unicorn. There are others like me. And hopefully, now you know it sooner. Well, that's it for our episode today. Thanks so much for listening in. Be sure to follow, and if you haven't already, Find me on Instagram at HeidiGirlPod to say hi, send in a question, or share something you wish you knew earlier. Until next time, I hope you find many moments to breathe deep and take up space. Bye!